Mislim, s tim je u stavu Tarim Zim, se tu obič, mora nas prava verive, in vsa, spodjel sad, vahno se da in pa stoji nekam v karoma. Sala morano je glesenja, slavno, da stoji tek sa penetrat, mora nas je vrti. Pa ja nas naj, prav za obostan, da smo skanjali, pravno, mora nas vrti, vse bila upen hati, in sala je vanj tudan, sala je vrti, pa se mora penetrat, pa mora nas vrti. الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وصلاه وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين صدق الله العظيم وصفتكم يا كرام بتسملس لاتراسيونس a very short life in this world to make the everlasting life of the Akhirat. This life in comparison to the Akhirat doesn't even amount to any fraction. Because a person may live for 50 years, 100 years, 200 years, 1000 years, so nobody in this time and age lives these kind of ages. But even if it is 5000 years too, it is still a very limited amount and the akhirat is unlimited, perpetual, never ending. Something that is limited, something that is going to finish off at some stage, what fraction would that be of something that is unlimited? No fraction. So nobody lives 200 years, nobody lives 150 years also nowadays. We have a very short life and in this very short life we have to make the everlasting life of akhirat. When the life of Akhirat starts, that is the big question, and that is the thing that nobody has any knowledge of. As soon as a person, his time comes, he has to leave. Recently, there was some incident in Durban where one person tragically got <coughs> shot and he passed away. A young person just recently married just before that few months before and he happened to have been gone to some work somewhere else and he came at a very high speed. His family was with him in the car, came at a very high speed and there was no reason to really be speeding. So his family is asking him repeatedly, but what's the rush? No, I just want to get home now. In any case, at a high speed he got there and it happened that as he just got to the lift of his building, there was an altercation with someone, the person shot him and he passed away. So now, that speeding that he came there, he was being raised to the point of his place where his death was decreed. Because outwardly there was no reason for him to come at that speed. He had nothing, no appointment, there was nobody waiting for him to come quickly. And it was free time. But the appointed time was there and the place was there. He was being raised to get to his point. Allah Ta'ala blessed him with shahadat in that place. But the lesson in this is that we have no idea when, where, a young person and how many people. Every now and again we hear somebody was walking, talking, fine, healthy, fit, everything. And in a moment a person has collapsed and is gone. So for this everlasting life of akhirat, Allah Ta'ala has given us this dunya. Dunya mazra'atul akhirah. Dunya is the planting field of the hereafter. What a person plants, 
that is what he sows. A person plants roses, then he will get the fragrance. And a person, Allah forbid, plants weeds, then roses are not going to grow. So in this short life, we have to make the akhirat. That goes, obviously, without saying that first and foremost is the faraiz, the compulsory aspects of deen, or five times salah, other compulsory aspects of deen, then together with that, what is the wajib, all the sunnat and And together with all this, Allah Ta'ala has made it very, very easy for us to really make this akhirat. But this requires a little bit of consciousness, person being conscious of making use of the moments of time that Allah has blessed us with. And in a very simple way, he can be earning great amounts. And among the very great ibadats, very great ibadats, two very great ibadats which don't cost anything, which don't take any effort as such, which don't take any time, and very great ibadats. It's like a person sitting and without working as such, and he's getting all the profits. And these two ibadats are sabr and shukr. And these are perpetual, a person can be perpetually in one of these two ibadats. Because every condition that a person experiences, every human being, there's only one of two situations. Either that condition at that moment is something positive, that he deems as positive, or it is something negative. There's no third situation. It's either something he's feeling happy about, or something he's feeling sad about. Something that he's feeling very, very good about, or something he's feeling down about. There's no third situation. So, in these two situations, there are two very great ibadats. And such great ibadats, that in terms of sabr, Allah Ta'ala says, that Allah Ta'ala grants the reward of sabr bighayri hisab. Now, the sabirin, Allah Ta'ala grants them the reward bighayri hisab. Unlimited. And on the other side, those who engage themselves in shukr, this is a very easy way that a person gets very close to Allah. Now, for example, a person woke up in the morning, Nabi Salaam taught us the dua, as soon as he wakes up, a person is to be reciting this dua, which Rasulullah Salaam taught, Alhamdulillah illadhi ahyana ba'adama amatana wa ilayhi nushur. And he commenced his day, Alhamdulillah, he barely opened his eyes. And the first thing coming on his tongue is the expression of shukr. Alhamdulillah, the expression of shukr. That all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala has given me another chance in life. I woke up again today. Otherwise, I was like dead. When I went to sleep, when a person is sleeping, he's like dead. A dead person cannot hear, cannot talk, cannot see. A person is fast asleep, he also cannot see. He doesn't know who came and who went. There was noises, sometimes people were talking, sometimes some people sleep so soundly that there's a gunshot outside too, they don't hear it. So a person who's sleeping is like a dead person to a certain point. But Allah Ta'ala gave him life again. Ahyana ba'adama amatana. Allah Ta'ala gave us life after having given us a kind of death. And one day we will sleep in this world, we won't wake up in this world. One day we'll wake up on the day of Qiyamah then after the Qabr. So this 
Beginning of the day, barely a person opened his eyes, the expression of shukar, alhamdulillah. Person goes to the, now naturally, human nature, he wants to go and relieve himself. So he enters, before he enters the toilet with the name of Allah Ta'ala. And after he leaves, ghufranak, alhamdulillah, again expressing the shukar of Allah Ta'ala. Ya Allah, all, your forgiveness is what I seek, all praise is due to you. All the things that were harmful, Ya Allah, you relieved me of it. Now, if this is something, it is something that we take for granted, one person had to undergo some procedure because he suddenly couldn't pass water, he couldn't urinate, there was a blockage of some sort, so he had to go for treatment and he was in extreme pain. In any case, some procedure was performed and he managed to relieve himself. After that, the bull came. When the bull came, this person started crying. The surgeon, whoever attended to him, said, this person is not able to afford this bull. They asked him, is the problem, you can't afford the bull? He said, no, no, alhamdulillah, I can afford the bull, not a problem. Why are you crying? This was 50 years, 55 years, whatever his age was, every day, several times a day, I was able to fulfill this need without any difficulty. And every day this happened, Allah Ta'ala didn't send me a bull one day also. And one day this had to happen via the intervention of insan. Immediately a bull came. But I took it for granted for all these years that what a great ni'mat this was. Allah Ta'ala enabled me to do this for free. No charge. So these are all the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala to be constantly making shukar for. So now these are all these occasions, person, every occasion, but over and above that, there are so many moments in time when it is, for example, a person walked out of his house or to come for Fajr Salah. He came into his garage or whatever, he sees his car is there. How many times a person comes, the car is not there. He saw it there, everything is fine. He says, shukar, alhamdulillah. That one, alhamdulillah. He reached the masjid safely in this time and age that we learned. This is a great ni'mat. Alhamdulillah. He went back home, everything was safe and sound. Alhamdulillah. It was a beautiful gust of wind that came and he felt so nice about it. Alhamdulillah. And this shukr is such an ibadat that it costs nothing. It is a riyah-free ibadat. person in other amal can be doing something out of riyah. Allah Ta'ala protect us, but it is sometimes that shaitan can bring riya in a person to do something to show others. But shukar a person is sitting in the masjid, he's sitting in the first house, he's sitting wherever, and from his heart, or he's driving, he's doing anything, from his heart he's expressing shukar to Allah Ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal, alhamdulillah ala ni'matil iman, alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islam. Ya Allah, all praise is due to you for this great ni'mat of Iman, this great ni'mat of Islam, every now and again. And every now and again, consciously pondering over all the, we can never count the favors of Allah Ta'ala, but whatever we can bring to mind, deliberately bringing to mind, the ni'mat of being to start over. Allah, you bless me with Iman, Alhamdulillah, the depth of the heart. When you will make this shukar, on the one hand, لَإِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَذِيدَنَّكُمْ Allah Ta'ala will increase that favor and that strength of Iman, that fervor of Iman, 
And on the other side, we will become more conscious of this ni'mat and to look after it will become more important to us. Otherwise, sometimes a person takes it for granted and Allah forbid, sometimes people just lose it like that. So this shukr on Iman, shukr on Islam, Ya Allah, you enabled me to learn the Qur'an Shariq. Alhamdulillah. On each ni'mat from the depth of the heart, Alhamdulillah. Bringing it consciously to mind, Alhamdulillah. And this is a very effective remedy for all the anxieties and depression and whatever else that a person immerses himself in shukr. Because when a person is down, generally a person is only focusing on all the negatives. I got this problem and I got that issue and that worry and that concern. Indeed those challenges are there. Undoubtedly sometimes the challenges are many. But despite the numerous challenges, they are innumerable favors of Allah Ta'ala all the time on us. And countless bounties that we enjoy all the time. When a person is immersed in those, in the sugar of these bounties, then his focus will not be on the challenges. The challenges will be there, he will do what he has to do to attend to them. But in all that, he will be turning to Allah Ta'ala. <coughs> Abdullah bin Abbas was his student. Abu Khilaba, one person who was on an outpost somewhere on patrol, the time of one of the, after the Khulafai Rashidin. So he was in this remote area, he comes patrolling and he sees in the distance, this somebody is lying here on the sand. He comes there, he sees this person, no hands, no legs, and his body is filled with various illnesses and disease. But this person is saying something. Perhaps he was even blinded. He comes close by and he hears him. And what he is saying is, Rabbi awzi'ni an ashkura ni'mataka allati an'amta alayya. Wa faddalthani ala kathirin mimman min ibadik. Ya Allah, give me the tawfiq to fulfill the right of shukr, the cuts of this. All your favors and bounties you have blessed me, Allah enabled me to fulfill the right of shukr of this. And those bounties which you have given me far beyond all your other servants. When he heard this, this person who came to him, he heard this and he got a shock. This person's got no hands, he's got no legs, he's blind, and his body is filled with all illnesses, and he's expressing the shukr of Allah Ta'ala. And asking Allah Ta'ala for granting him the tawfiq to make, to fulfill the rights of shukr. And to fulfill the rights of shukr for the ni'mah which Allah Ta'ala has blessed beyond others. So he asked him, what are you referring to? What ni'mah are you referring to? Allah Ta'ala has blessed you beyond others. So at that time, he replied and he said, can't you see my tongue is still expressing the praises of Allah Ta'ala? If I was not able to do this also, what would be my condition? <coughs> then he says to him, that look, so he asked this person who came to him, this was the person lying down there, was a student of Allah bin Abbas, Abu Qilaba, so he asked him, that, can I do something for you, you are in this condition, what can I do for you? He says, well, my son used to be taking care of me, he used to make me, enable me to make wudu, perform my salah, feed me when I had to eat, but for two days, I don't know where he is, what's going on. I'm just lying here for a few days. You can please go and look for him. So he goes to look for him. He says, what? If I can't do you a favor, who else am I going to do a favor for? He goes around, short distance later, behind some sand dune, 
he sees a whole lot of bones. And he realizes that this young boy was eaten by some wild animal. Now he is totally bewildered. How do I go and break the news of this tragedy to this person? This was his only outward support. And now this child is gone also. So in any case, now he's thinking, what do I tell him? How do I tell him this? As he's coming, something comes to his mind. He comes and asks him, what do you know about Sayyidina Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam? Say, Subhanallah, what can we talk about his sabr? The amount of sabr he made. So he kept on asking him different questions about Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam. When he lost his family, everybody deserted him. What did he do? He made sabr for Allah ta'ala. And he turned for Allah ta'ala. When this happened, when he was, became extremely ill with sickness, what did he do? He made sabr. Then eventually this person who was lying down became a bit impatient. He told him, please get to the point. Where are you heading to? What, what are you trying to say? He said, what I want to tell you is that your son, who you sent me to look for him, he has passed away. Allah has taken him. So when he hears this, now can you imagine the situation, the person, his condition, and the first thing that comes on his tongue again, that all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala did not bring anybody in my progeny that was disobedient to him. That this child was a pious child and he now left the dunya on piety, on taqwa. So this is a great bounty of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala didn't bring anybody in my progeny that was disobedient to him. And saying this a short while later, he himself let out a sigh and he passed away. But in that condition also, his heart was immersed in sugar. What any bother this is? This is something The person who Allah has given him to eat and he is that day eating, but he is making sugar from the depths of his heart, his level is the same as a person who is fasting and making sabar. This is sugar. What a great ibadah. And he's sitting, he's driving, he's walking. Every now and again, from the depths of his heart, he's expressing shukr to Allah Ta'ala. The expression of shukr, subhan, alhamdulillah. And sometimes something negative, he experiences something difficult, some negative, immediately expressing, sabr inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Once the candle or the lamp got extinguished in the house of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa he immediately decided, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Aisha Rabbi asked, are you reciting inna lillah on this? The Prophet said, yes, kullu ma asa al-mu'min fahuwa musibatun. Whatever a mu'min feels inconvenienced by some difficulty, whatever he feels, some little negativity he feels at that moment that this was something now became a difficulty. So that is a musibat. And on a musibat, Allah Ta'ala says, alladhina ila asabatun musibatun qalu inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. But from the depths of the heart, with that consciousness, that all this is Allah Ta'ala's, belongs to Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala, He will give, He will take, He has the prerogative. And our duty is total submission to Him. So in this way, a mom, every moment of life, a person can be either in sabr or shukr. And every moment of life, he is getting closer to Allah Ta'ala with these two ibadats. Such simple ibadat. What does it cost? How much of time it takes? What energy has to be expended? Nothing. But yet such deep ibadats and this takes him closer to Allah all the time. And this in this very, very simple way, he is making his akhirat, the short life of dunya Allah blessed us with, to make this everlasting life of akhirat. 
and by means of this sabr and shukr, this is our life. That means life is between sabr and shukr. And all the time this is taking closer to Allah. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we become very conscious of these two great ibadats and as much as possible every moment we are trying to remember this every now and again to make shukar, to express this great gratitude to Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. And this is the verbal shukar. The reality of shukar is the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. One is the verbal shukar which is also required. In all these du'as, Muslim du'as, we see the repeated expression of shukar. The du'a right at the beginning of the day. Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadin min khalqin. What a completely... The, the sugar in this is, to, uh, subhanallah, what? Who can, besides the kalam of nubuat, where else can this be? Ya Allah ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadin min khalqin. Ya Allah, whatever bounty I enjoy now, this morning, from today, whatever I have, any person, any... Anyone enjoying any bounty, whether it is a human being, whether it's an animal, whether it's a creature, insect, a fish, anyone enjoying any bounty from in tawahdat. This is shukar and the expression of tawheed in it as well. Allah, everything is from you alone. A person who starts off the day on this note, where is he going to get proud about anything? That this is my achievement and I did this and I will do that. Allah, you alone, everything is from you alone. In tawahdat, la shari'i Allah, you have no partner. And if I ever think that I have done something, this too is a kind of ascribing partners. Allah, you alone have done it. Falak al-hamd, Allah, all praise to you to you. All gratitude to you alone. So, this verbal shukr is also required. But the reality of shukr is that a person now, he subjugates himself to the benefactor. <coughs> to that being that is blessing him in all these bounties, he now makes himself completely obedient to him. That is the reality of shukr. So now at the time of salah, performing that salah on time is the shukr. At the time when he is tempted towards some haram, to refrain from the haram. To break his heart, but not break the command of Allah Ta'ala. This is shukr for the bounties of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala blessed him with eyes. And now the temptation is to look at something haram. But he says, this eyes, Allah Ta'ala's gift this is. This is his ni'mat and bounty. In a moment sometimes, just two days ago, one person, young person, maybe about in his late thirties or something, driving home, driving home, while busy driving, suddenly couldn't see anything. So it's healthy, no problem, no eye problems before also. In the midst of driving, he suddenly could see nothing. And last Fazal, he managed to stop quickly in one side and had to be held home. In one moment, without any prior pain, difficulty, nothing happened in this past week. So, what is Ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala? Person sometimes should close his eyes and try to do, don't hurt himself, try to imagine now how I'm going to go about the day-to-day things if suddenly I lost this. I need to now, I woke up first thing in the morning, I need to go and relieve myself, I don't know how to make myself my way to the toilet now. I can't find my clothes where it's kept. Person who doesn't have sight, Allah makes it easy for him to, but for us to just imagine that what a ni'mat this is. So, at that time to break one's heart, but don't break the command of Allah Ta'ala, this is the shukr of the eye. Person is tempted to speak something out of line, some ghibat, some vulgar talk, some filthy talk, whatever else. You see, subhanallah, what a great ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala this time. And the shukr of this tongue is, وَقُلْ لِعِبَادِي يَقُولُ الَّذِي هِيَ أَحْسَنُ 
like I say, say to my servants to speak that which is best. So now this is the shikr of the tongue. Shikr of the ears to listen to that which Allah is pleased with. And like that everything else in our body. Shikr of the heart, that it is immersed in the remembrance of Allah And it is filled with the love of Allah And it is kept clean from all kinds of the maladies of the heart, pride, jealousy, malice, and all the evils and whatever other haram a person gives place to in his heart, to keep the heart clean from all this, this is the shukr of the heart. So Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq between the sabr and shukr that we live our life and we become closer to Him every moment. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq of being engaged in His remembrance by means of sabr and shukr and dhikr in general also for that as an encouragement, inshallah, we will just for a short while make some zikr and then make dua. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. evils of the heart and whatever maladies of the heart, everything has been taken and thrown out. And illallah, there is this noor coming into the heart which is the love of Allah Ta'ala. With this in mind, inshallah, it will be far more effective to us, inshallah. صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كله جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا